For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. You've been dreaming about the dress. Come find the one at David's Bridal. The most glamorous designer wedding gowns are now 15% off. Bridesmaid dresses that fit beautifully start around $99. Whether you need a veil, jewelry, shoes, or even lingerie and shapewear, it's all at David's Bridal. Take 20% off outfit making accessories for a limited time. Stop by your local David's Bridal store or shop davidsbridal.com today. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, YouTube? It's your boy, Tevin Jameer, back at it again with another episode of the Hate It or Love It podcast. And yeah, as y'all can see in the time code, I mean, I know I'm still recording this right now, but as y'all can see down in the time code, this isn't going to be a long episode. And truth be told, I was debating on if I should even do like the camera setup and everything, because like a lot of what I'm going to talk about this episode is a bunch of like quick stuff that I could just say like maybe in like an update video, but you know, I know that you guys like this podcast. I know you guys like to have episodes and I like to be consistent each week. So I was like, all right, let me like try to put this in an episode format. I'm going to try to draw the topics or the stuff that I have to say out long enough to be considered a podcast, but you know, um, just wanted to make something for y'all just to hold y'all over from this next vlog that I was going to make. And also, I do have somewhat of an announcement at the end of this episode. So, all right, let's get into it. Um, before I start anything, I want to say thank you guys for more of the subs, more of the views and stuff like that. Like, you know... I've been doing this YouTube thing for a very long time, and like I said, this podcast has been, like, one of the things that, you know, has started to get my channel a lot more traction and stuff like that, and, you know, even me starting to post more on social media and post more on TikTok, which I hate TikTok, but at the same time, I can acknowledge, like, it is great for creatives in certain ways, so, you know, me posting you know, some of my content on there and then me doing this podcast and reaching out and like working with more people, you know, it's been giving me a lot more subs, a lot more views. And I just want to say to everybody that recently subbed to the channel, thank you guys. Um, this bleeds into my next topic, which is really just the content that I'm making. So, you know, more podcasts. Uh, I recently got that vlog camera. So more vlogs are going to be on the way. Speaking of vlogs, Wow, all these topics are just kind of flowing into each other. Speaking of vlogs, um, the next vlog that I'm going to put out is um, the short film that I worked on. Um, it's not my short film. It's my friend Seth's short film. If he's been on any of the videos, I'm not sure if he's been on my YouTube channel yet. But um, 
Yeah, my friend Seth, he recently had me in his zombie movie where I play the zombie in the movie. I literally only show up for like a few seconds in the film. I'm not going to spoil anything, but just know that I wouldn't say that I had like a role role, but I had like a cameo because honestly, I'm not really an actor. I don't want to be an actor. Um, I mean, I have heard that I could be good at it, but you know, I don't really consider myself an actor and even doing the quick zombie scene felt very weird for me because like, you know, with acting, you got to basically take yourself to like a different level. You basically got to start acting like someone that's not necessarily yourself. And I'm just like, I, I feel like a weirdo, like playing a zombie. Like I got, I got the role done. Like I did what I had to do. The assignment was done, but Basically, like, having to do the zombie noises and movement, I felt very weird. I felt very, like, one of those weird kids that you've seen in school. Like, that's how I felt. So, I mean, I got it done. Um, you know, my friend Al, the one that has been on the channel and that's been on the podcast, he's editing the movie currently. And from everything that I've seen so far, like, yeah, we really made a great movie here. And, um... Seth, this movie looks like it's going to be amazing. I can't wait for it to premiere. When it does premiere, I'll let you guys know, and I'll tell y'all to go check out, you know, his channel or wherever he uploads the video or the film at. You know, I'm going to let y'all know where it's at so that y'all can see your boy in there. Even though it's only, like, for a few seconds, like, you know, y'all get to see your boy in there. And, um, yeah, so the next vlog is basically going to be me taking y'all behind the scenes of the movie. I'm currently editing the vlog right now. Like, I started editing it yesterday. And what's taking that vlog so long is, well, one, like I said, it's it's basically a movie that hasn't been out yet. So there is certain things that he asked me to cut out of the vlog so that I don't spoil the movie for you guys. So basically, I'm, I'm looking through all the clips, which I recorded hella clips of us, you know, doing filming the movie and stuff like that. I recorded hella clips of it. So, you know, I'm basically looking through all of that and I'm seeing, all right, so like what can be entertaining parts to keep in as a vlog and BTS that can also be like, all right, so y'all get to see the behind the scenes process. But I'm also trying to weave out stuff that would ruin the film for you guys. So I'm just trying to figure out how to edit it the best way possible. Also, the other thing is it's a zombie movie and a gun is involved in the movie. And of course, we had a fake gun in the movie, but I'm not taking any chances with this YouTube algorithm. My channel is just starting to like, you know, get some more views and subs. Like I'm not taking no chances. So a lot of, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. A lot of the editing of this, of this vlog really also has to do with the fact that I'm trying to edit out the, the prop gun that they have in the movie. And we joked around with the prop gun a lot on set. So that's what taking like a lot of this, a lot of my time editing this vlog. So yeah. So look out for that one. Um, another vlog that I'll be doing soon is, and also, like I said before, my cousin Sadell, who was on the last podcast, um, he wants to do his podcast with the rest of our family. This weekend we have our family reunion 
and he wants to do two episodes at the family reunion. I will be part of the episodes. And besides doing that, I'm also going to be vlogging my family reunion just because, you know, it's already going to be like somewhat of a content space. And like I said, I want y'all to get to know me more. And then also, no lie, a lot of times my family be complaining about not being on a YouTube video or whatever. Like, they asked me about the podcast, and truth be told, I told them no. Just because, well, for my reason, it's just because I only want to get people that make content or is somewhat of a public figure on my podcast. So, like, yeah, you may be family, but, like, if you're not a public figure or if you're not, like, trying to be, like, some type of influencer or content creator, like, what am I going to have you on for? So, I mean... Maybe down the line in the future, I'll let people that don't do stuff, like, be on the podcast. But, yeah, my family be complaining about it. And I was like, you know what? These vlogs can somewhat be a way to have them on here without really, you know. And also, they don't care. But one of the reasons I don't like to have my family on too much content is because I'm already somewhat of a private person. Like, if you look at my Instagram most of the pictures are just me or either my friends who are also trying to be public figures. And the most you'll really see of my family is like, I always do end of the year photos every year. And of course I have my family in those photos. So like, that's the most I really show people of my family. I don't like to be a public figure. I mean, I do like to be a public figure, but I like to be one of those public figures where I give you all the content and my personal life, I like to keep separate. Like, that's the type of person I am. Someone on, like, a J. Cole or Kendrick type vibe, like, you might, if you look up my family, you might be able to find, like, one or two pictures of them. But for the most part, like, it's all me. Like, I like to keep my personal stuff to myself and then only give you guys just me. But, you know, my family, I guess they want to put themselves more out there. So, like, yeah, the vlog of the family reunion will definitely be there. Um... And rolling back to the short films thing, one thing I do want to say is that at some point I will have to take a break probably in like the next month or two with the podcast just because um, working on Seth's short film and like I feel like that's part of it. But something else like I don't know why I just feel a lot more inspired to carry out my short film like I want like I want to make this content for real like I want to stop just saying I want to make this short film and I want to actually put it into practice so like within the next month or two I do plan on taking a break to work on that short film um you know Al's been patiently waiting for me to get this outline done and stuff like that and yeah, like, I really want to hurry up and get this done, you know, as much as I love the podcast, as much as I love the vlogs and a lot of the other things that I do, I always said that first and foremost, my main thing is I've always wanted to be a filmmaker, specifically a director, so, you know, I want to hurry up and make this short film, and not only that, but this would be my first time actually directing, like, a film, like, even though it's not, like, a feature film or nothing like that, nothing you'll find in theaters, like, you know, basically, that's how you work your way up to that, is directing these short films, and while I did direct some videos that are on this channel, like, you know, my little parody PSA that I did and stuff like that, and, somewhat directed like some of those videos I did at Rowan like you know 
it, I I had little taste of it, but with this short film, I intend on it being my first time ever really seriously directing something, and I just got a lot of crazy inspiration. And the crazy thing is, I was at work yesterday telling one of my coworkers about my short film idea, and you know, I had one idea for the short film. Like, I was already set on these are the characters, this is how the story's playing out, and this is the message I want people to take from it. But then he said something mid-conversation where I was like, that's not what I intended, but hold on, that, that, that might be a little genius. So now I rethought, like, it's still the same characters. I'm still somewhat going to have the same situation go on in the film, but... The way that he described what he thought I was trying to say with it, I was like, I can play into that a little bit. So, yeah, um, the ending is different, but I feel like the message that I have now, and like now that I, like the message is going to be different, the ending is different, but the message that I have with this new direction, I feel like it's going to hit a lot harder for people. So, you guys will see it when I release the movie, and after the movie comes out, I will explain what the original like ending and intention was for the film, but I just want y'all to go into this blind. I don't even want to say what the film is going to be about, but I just want y'all to go into this blind, and I'm just really excited to work on it soon, but, um, and this is my second to last topic. Like, see, this episode is going to be a really quick one. But the second to last topic I have is, um, speaking of content, one thing that I'm known for is my music. And I talked about this a few times on the podcast before already, where I'm not sure how I'm going to do the rest of, you know, my music for real. Like I did say that I at least want to put out two more projects, one with my cousin, Chris, who I already said, I feel like musically is like on my level i feel like me and him are very equal and you know he's like we're like a dynamic duo when it comes to spitting bars like you know how people love asap rocky and tyler the creator together or um drake and future or kendrick and baby keen like how people love those two people together i feel like me and chris are somewhat like that like whenever you know I want him to hop on a song. He kills it. I feel like every time we collab with each other, we always kill it. And I feel like we always inspire to make the other rap better or do something better. So, yeah, I want to do that collab album with him. And the whole point of this last topic is I'm thinking about my last album as far as rap. Like, you know, recently, actually, when I was on set, one of the camera guys... Uh, I just met him that day. He said that he also had a hand in music as well. And he was telling me how, you know, I shouldn't necessarily stop doing something that I love because honestly, I do like making music. I'm not going to lie. Like I do love making music and I do see like music as a form of therapy for me. Like a lot of thoughts that I feel like I can't say to anybody or anything like that I usually put it in song and I feel like that really helps me so this next album I do intend on it being my last album as far as me rapping to be honest like maybe I'll drop EPs mixtapes 
um, stuff like that. Maybe I'll do guest verses for people. But as far as me creating a complete body of work, like an album where I'm rapping the whole time, I feel like this is the last one that I really intend on doing. And let me just say this. Like, I'm someone I like to go off feelings. I like to go off, like, how do I feel in this moment? And that's partly why I want this to kind of be my last album because right now I feel like I don't want to make any more albums. Like, I want to continue working on music. Like, you know, once I release this album, I do fully intend on focusing more on production because I have tried to be a producer before. Like, I was trying to learn how to make beats back when I was in high school. I fell off with it, but I want to get back into it. I want to delve more into being a producer because I don't know the more that the more that I think about rap and music and stuff like that I see more for myself with production I feel like I'm able to do like a lot more creative ideas with production I also feel like there's a lot more money involved when it comes to production and the way that these rappers are coming and going it's like I don't really see too much longevity with rap anymore. I do see longevity with production because if you're a good-ass producer, you're always going to be able to stick around and you're always going to be able to dabble into different genres, like not even just rap, like R&B. Hell, I might even produce a country song. I could produce like a pop song or something like that. Like, you know, I feel like there's a lot more, um, what's it called? What's it called? Versatility. I feel like I can be a lot more versatile as a producer. So, as of right now, I would say that this next album is going to be my last album as far as rapping. But as far as me being fully done with music, I don't think I'll ever be fully done. But as far as me rapping, yeah, I would think that this album, that this next album is going to be my last album. And, yeah, so... You know, I know it's going to disappoint, like, the people that have subscribed to me for my music, the people that are fans of my music. I know it's going to disappoint you guys, but just know that, you know, even when I do drop this album, I'm not fully going to be out of the music space, but don't expect me to, like, rap or anything like that for a while. Like, I'll try to produce. I'll probably take y'all on my journey of producing, but yeah, nah, like... I don't know, rapping, my heart just isn't fully into it. And besides, I've always told people that I've always wanted to be a filmmaker more anyway. So, you know, this is just me focusing more on what I really wanted to do. I Like what I'm doing with this podcast and what I'm about to do with this short film. Like this is the stuff that I've really always wanted to do, like film and video. That's always been my lane. Music was always more like a side gig or like, you know, just like how people be talking... I forget what movie it was. I I think it actually I do think it was uh, Notorious, where they had Biggie say that selling drugs was like his main chick, but music was like his side chick. Like for me, film and video is like my main chick, and and releasing music is like my side chick. Like you know, like this is just a side thing. This isn't really like the main thing that I'm known for. So yeah. Um, if there's any early things I can say about this album, because I'm still coming up with the concept of it, I do want to have this album be a lot more focused. Like, in my early mixtapes, a lot of them was mostly just, 
you know, I was reaching a certain vibe. And then for, for a certain point, it started to feel like I was just making a collection of songs. Like, my first mixtape, Prodigy 1, I mean, that was my very first mixtape, so that really was just a collection of songs. Make Way for the King, which was my second mixtape. I intended that being on, like, a street mixtape. Like, I'm rapping more on, like, street-type beats, more trap-type beats. Like, that was supposed to be the Strictly Street mixtape. Then I came out with No Holding Me Back 1, which was supposed to have more of that album-type feel, even though it was still just a mixtape. Then my fourth mixtape, Remember Me, was me taking a more serious direction with my music. And I feel like it... I don't know. Now that the Spotify... I mean, now that Spinrilla and that Piff is down, I don't know if you guys... I think I still have my early mixtapes on my YouTube. So if you guys listen to these mixtapes, you'll see what I'm talking about when I say this stuff. Like, Remember Me is a lot more mature and a lot more deep than my first three mixtapes. Then you have Thinking Out Loud which was another mature mixtape, but also it was, it was more, I feel like it was still in the same realm as a Remember Me, like it was mature, but I was also really focused on bars, and then you had No Holding Me Back 2, which was my last mixtape, like the last mixtape I released, where it Almost felt like an amalgamation of everything that I've done thus far. You got your street songs. The The mixtape sounds very much like, you know, I when people heard it, they kept saying that I sound like an established rapper in the game, in the industry. So, like, it has that, you know, album-type polish to it. Um, it just... No Holding Me Back 2 really felt like... Almost like a reinvention of myself also, in a way, because I feel like... As an artist, I became better with making music with that one. And then after that, the only other project I dropped last year, which was my first album, Prodigy 2, the first album that I ever dropped on streaming services like Spotify and all that, that one, I'm not going to lie, it does feel like a collection of songs, but also at the same time, I'm not going to lie, that was somewhat one of my most depressing albums ever and like i don't know prodigy 2 yeah that somewhat felt like a depressing album like some of the songs does feel somewhat depressing but at the same time it also feels uplifting so like that album does feel like a collection of songs and to be honest that's kind of what i wanted it to be i wanted it to be like an album where when someone listen you're gonna like at least one or two songs off this project you might not like the whole thing but you're gonna walk away with one of them being your favorites and it seems like i aimed perfectly with that because like even to this day like some people tell me that the album was good and that they still listen to some of the songs from it so you know I did what I wanted to do with that album. But tangent aside about, like, the other ones, with this specific album, like I said, I'm still coming up with the concept. I'm still thinking of how many tracks. I'm thinking of collaborators that I want on this album. But from everything that I thought of so far, the album is going to be called Love. And, and it's an acronym for Letting Out Vulnerable Emotions. Like... For this album, I want to have a whole theme about love and not necessarily like romantic love, but like love in different aspects. Like the intro, I already wrote the intro to the album. The intro of the album 
somewhat is like a heartbreak song. So like, you know, you got a heartbreak song. One of the songs that I intend to have on there is the song called Brothers, where basically it talks about the love that I have for my friends, like for my boys that always got my back. Um, I have songs about happy romantic love. I have songs about missing an ex-partner. Don't read into it. Like, if, if anybody personally knows me, don't read into when I just said that. But, you know, missing old flames or, you know, I'll have a song about familiar love. I'll probably even have a song about, re like, a religious song where I express my love for God. Like, I basically just want this whole album to be focused on different type of loves. And throughout it all, I'm basically saying, like, my vulnerable emotions about the topic that I'm rapping about. So, yeah, letting out vulnerable emotions, that pl that's what I plan the last album to be. Um, I plan on it to be, like, 13 to 15 tracks. I, I don't like that 20 album song stuff. I don't like none of that. Don't expect no deluxe album out of this. Like, what you get is what you're gonna get with this last album. As far as, like, some collaborators, like I said, my cousin Chris, I definitely need Chris on there. DZ, soon as I announced the album, he said that if I want him on there, just hit him up. So, of course, DZ, we gonna link up. Um, my boy, um... I feel horrible for I'm having a brain fart uh, my boy Anthony who I had on the podcast he recently dropped his album which check that out I'll probably link it down below but you know I want him to get on the album like basically with this with this album I do want to work with people that I've wanted to work with throughout my rapping career so I want to give them that chance to work with me you know, when I drop this album, and like I said, I intend on this being my last rap album, who knows, maybe two to three years from now, maybe five years from now, like, out of nowhere, I'll maybe be like, hey, I want to make an album, so like, you never really know how I feel, but I intend on this being my last rapping album, maybe even my last rapping mixtape, like, I don't really want to rap that much, really, but... You know, after that, if I really do get into my production bag, I think I'm going to take more of the direction of a DJ Khaled or a Metro Boomin. Like, I'm going to start producing albums and, like, having people rap and sing on my beats. Like, I think that's the direction I'm going to start going in once I drop this album. Like, somewhat like a Pierre Bourne. Like, you know, I'll rap, but also I'll mostly be a producer like i think that's the lane that i'm going to take after this so yeah enough of that tangent about that the last topic that i have is um speaking of albums i encourage you guys because i know recently i was talking about why music has been stale recently and apparently it's not even just rap music like apparently the whole musical landscape is starting to feel stale because as of recent, I've been seeing a lot of videos and tweets and stuff about that, about this one article about how the music industry is kind of like struggling to make like popular artists. And they cited Ice Spice and Olivia Rodrigo as the last breakout stars in music in these past few years. And, you know, it's crazy to think because I was mostly focusing on rap on that last episode. But when I really start to think about it, like music hasn't really been that creative yet. Hold on. <laughs> 
Yeah, speaking of Sadell, he literally called me uh, just now. But um, back to what I was saying. Um, yeah, it's crazy because, you know, I was mostly focused on, like, rap when I made that that one episode of the podcast where I was talking about how mute, how rap is stale. But now that I've seen that video and now that I've been hearing about this article that's been going viral, like... You know, it is really starting to make me think, like, yeah, Ice Spice and Olivia... And uh, I don't know why I keep saying it like that. Olivia Rodrigo really is the last, like, big breakout stars that we had in music recently. So, you know, that is crazy. But how does this tie into things? The music industry is still stale, but I can at least recommend the album to y'all finally. And the album is called Electric Dusk. If you guys know Leon Thomas III, he is, um, he played Andre and Victorious, and yeah, I mean, if you watch Victorious, you know that he is actually musically talented, like, that wasn't just a character for him, like, he was basically playing himself on that show, and yeah, Leon Thomas, that's his album, Electric Dust. That thing is a vibe. I don't care what nobody got to say. This isn't a rap album. This is an R&B album. But, jeez. This is the type of R&B I've been looking for for years. Like, you know, he got that newer type of, like, R&B sound. But he also got some old school sounding songs on there. And, yeah. If you guys have not been keeping your radar on Leon Thomas... Or if you guys are a fan of R&B, like, you guys gotta check out that album. It's very nice. A lot of smooth jams on there. Some of my favorite songs, and funny enough, a lot of my favorite songs are the singles, but Crash and Burn, Breaking Point, Love Jones, those were all singles. But as far as non-singles, Treasure in the Hills, Sneak, Slow Down, like, a lot of the songs on the album is just a vibe. Like, this is the type of album that you can turn it on, chill out to. And a lot of the songs can be, like, some late-night drives type vibes. So, like, I don't know. If you guys love R&B, if you guys are a fan of Leon Thomas, like, I urge you to check out this album. Because, honestly, as of right now, this is my favorite album of the year. Nope, I still did not listen to Utopia. Not really much in a rush to listen to Utopia, but, like, yeah. Um, you know, if you guys are a fan of R&B, I strongly urge you to check out Electric Dusk by Leon Thomas. Easily one of the best albums of this year. And note, I am dropping this before Drake drops for All My Dogs or whatever the album is called. Note, I am also dropping this before I heard that rumors are going around that J. Cole might be dropping an album soon. So, like, before any of them drops an album, just know that this is my favorite album of the year. And, I mean, might be a little biased because I said before that R&B is my favorite genre. But, yeah, Electric Dusk, Leon Thomas, check that out, and you guys will not regret it. So, yeah... That's about all I had to say for this week's episode. Like I said, it's not really that long. This was like a 30-minute episode. And I feel like I was talking like all over the place. But y'all basically get the gist of a lot of what I was saying this episode. So, yeah. Once again, thank you to all the new subs. Thank you to everybody that's checking out the channel and stuff like that. Um, 
Look out for more vlogs. Look out for that short film soon. Um, when more information comes out about my album, I'll let y'all know. I'm saying this like I, I got. I'm saying this like I got some publication telling me about my album. But like when I have more stuff to say about the album, when I have more stuff to say about the short film, I'll let y'all know. More vlogs, more podcasts on the way, and also like I said, check out. Um, this, this episode will be out before my cousin's podcast has me on there, but like, you know, check out my cousin's podcast, Opposing Perspective Podcast. Check out Anthony's album, who who I will link down below. Just check out all the links down below, because I'm, I'm going to have a lot of links. But um yeah, so with all that being said, Tevin Jameer signing out. See y'all in the next episode. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the endless summer sale, September 1st through the 11th, and get 30% off paints and stains with prices starting at $31.14. That means 30% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 30% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Before Sarah discovered ChumbaCasino.com, she enjoyed chamomile tea. Come on, big jackpot. And being in PJs by six. Let's go. The new fun Sarah often thinks about the old boring Sarah. Yes. And wonders if that Sarah ever really existed. Chumba Casino has over 100 casino-style games. So join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.